0: Yakwa, and now you're like, actually, it's Yakwa. <laughs> yaqua,
1: it's just Yaqua. Yaqua, <laughs> Eric Dane. Yaqua, that's the fucking dumbest name that ever. That's really bad, it's really gross.
0: Yeah,
1: Yaqua, it,
0: it does the same thing to my body as when I hear like moist or flesh or something like that. Those words never
1: go, do anything to me. I've always wondered why people got so weird about words, other than. It's like everyone knows that other people get weirded out by it, so they're like, ooh,
0: yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't know. I've been grossed out by those words since I was a kid. Not extremely, but just enough for me to not want to hear them. Yaqua? Yeah.
1: Yaqua? If you say it a bunch of times, I bet it will If you say it a bunch sense. of times,
0: I might freak the <laughs> fuck out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you... <laughs> should relax. <laughs> okay, well, let's get things started off right here. I think we already did. Um Ooh, you know what? What? Um I think I am going to need my phone if we're going to do trivia.
0: Oh, you can use mine.
1: Can you google some trivia stuff? Oh, yeah. There's one specifically though that uh, has the dingy thing at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway
0: okay <laughs> um
1: just look it up and let me uh, just do you hear, know what the website called no i don't remember okay. it's on oh, the last episode put, put put um music trivia that's it and then uh-huh. and then look at the let me look at, it's a uk thing i think
0: so is the band name generator. no yeah
1: no that was the band name generator never mind we've just we've had so many people
0: oh it's useful trivia.com isn't it
1: I think it was. Because
0: um, I feel like that you said that last time, and I made fun of it or something. We
1: just we had so many people call in and and say that they love the trivia so much that they want to hear it again, and I forgot to get it all queued up. So this is for all of our for our our hardcore listeners out there who. Took the time to call into the request line and make sure that their voices were heard. We did hear you loud and clear, and you are going to get more trivia later on in the show. Dude,
0: they have Bible trivia. I'd be so embarrassingly good at that. Oh, God. (laughs) And that's on being homeschooled. And
1: and that's the same with me saying Yaqua for you. Let's talk about the Bible here. I
0: I can't help the way that I was raised.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. Let's talk about that some more. How were you raised?
0: I was raised in church from the time I was about six years old, and I was homeschooled.
1: Is that why you're drinking a beer right now? <laughs> it's noon, lady. It's okay. It's uh,
0: bubbly, <laughs> sir. <laughs>
1: Just cracking open a cold one with the boys over here. Yeah,
0: you know me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, I was. I was raised. Uh, very wholesomely and conservatively and sheltered from everything except for like Harry Potter and Twilight. Somehow that did sneak into my life. Um, which isn't was not typical for the rest of everybody that I knew at that point in my life. Everybody's like, Oh my god, you're allowed to read Harry Potter? You're going what, to hell. What a bad girl. Yeah, I was pretty naughty. <laughs> oh <my> god.
1: <laughs> I'm turning you down a bit.
0: I don't blame you talk Uh, I'm talking check check
1: check well you're just peeking a little bit that's all peekaboo peekaboo street (laughs) peekaboo street is like a skier you know who that is no you don't know who anybody is god why why am I homeschooled peekaboo street is like a fucking famous skier and it's one of those names where like it didn't make any sense when I heard it peekaboo street (laughs) like what or uh I always thought Jose Conseco was Jose and Seco. Like it was uh, two people. Yeah. Jose and Seco. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, who are those guys? <laughs> What's the one race car driver's name? Dana Kirkpatrick. I always, I oh, was yeah. thinking of it as like Dana Kirkpatrick. It's like one word.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I think my name could be like that
0: Eric Jacqua.
1: No, Yaqua. You got to oh. use Yaqua. That's the only way it works. Everything Yaqua. Everything Yaqua.
0: Yeah.
1: Then Yaqua. Then Yaqua. <laughs> wow,
0: I hate
1: it. I'm just on a little stream of consciousness here. Um, <laughs> and when, when I was in uh, seventh grade, I got in trouble for uh, singing the Aqua Barbie Girl song. You know that song? Nope. Barbie Girl?
0: Mm-mm.
1: You never heard Barbie Girl? Nope. I'm a Barbie Girl in a Barbie world.
0: Oh, maybe uh.
1: by the band Aqua. Okay.
0: And
1: that was what got me into being a performer. Really? Yeah. That song is the thing that started my career. Wow. As an entertainer. Did you know that? Can you
0: expand on that?
1: Why I sure can. <laughs> uh, so it was in seventh grade and I was in, I believe it was like a language arts class and I was singing, Barbie girl, nonstop during class to try to make everybody love me, because that's all I wanted at that time was just people to accept and love me, and I had no other way to do it. And so I would just be goofy in class. I would be the class clown, and I sang that song. And my teacher was like, "Oh, you like singing, do you?" And I was like, (laughs) looking at everybody, like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Okay, I want you to write a song, and I want you to perform it tomorrow." And I was like, "Are you serious?" And she thought it was she was punishing me. And, and she was like, yes, I am serious. And I went, yay. <laughs> so I wrote a song called Yoga based on the Weird Al parody of Lola, which was Yoda. Yeah. So I would write parodies of Weird Al songs. Oh,
0: my God. And
1: I wrote a song called Yoga, <laughs> which I don't remember all of it. <laughs> but yoga was like a new thing
0: well like in the yes yes
1: in the mainstream culture of america yoga was like a newer thing and so i wrote this song and i brought like printed copies of all the lyrics like multiple copies i bought I I i brought a bunch of them to school with me and she was like okay are you ready and i got up and i read my lyrics and everybody died laughing. And my teacher was like, oh, my God, you're coming with me. Uh-huh. And my entire class and I went to the uh, science class next mm-hmm. door. And she said, I'm very sorry to interrupt the class, but you have to let Eric come in in the middle of class and perform this song that he wrote. Oh my goodness. You have to. And the teacher was like, uh, okay, I guess. (laughs) And I went in and I read my song, which no one even knew like the original or the Weird Al version.
0: Jeez.
1: And everybody died laughing. (laughs) And I went to the next classroom and did it. (laughs) And by the end of it, I was selling copies of the song on paper. Oh my God. (laughs) For 25 cents each. And actually had kids that were like, I don't have any change today, but I'll pay you back. And I was like, okay, here you go. Here's a copy of the lyrics. And oh then my God. like this one kid, like just still didn't. And I'd be like, hey man, like you owe me a quarter. Oh
0: my God. And he never paid. Me. That's hilarious.
1: But yeah, that was kind of what started it all. And I then, love
0: that is like a quote unquote punishment. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I don't maybe she didn't mean it to be in such a constructive way but what a great thing like if a kid's like acting out in a way where like they're doing this thing that they're good at but it's disruptive like yeah assign that to them on their time Uh, but I mean I I don't think
1: I don't think it was clear that I was good at it I was just being annoying Mm -hmm. it was like oh you want to be annoying well I'm gonna make you feel really dumb Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put you on the spot and you have to go home and do this thing and think about it and then when you come to school the next day you'll be like i'm sorry yeah i, I won't i won't sing anymore in your class but instead it mm-hmm. you know it literally pushed me to once i i felt the love of everyone in my classroom like and that's what i was kind of trying to do right you know mm-hmm. like from the beginning of it it just made it worse <laughs> it was <Yeah>. just like <gasps> oh my god I'm I'm gonna be a performer like I love performing in front of people it just made me feel so I don't know it made me feel so different hmm. and like I felt like I could get along with everybody I could be everybody's friend you know because I could make them laugh yeah. you know what I mean And but yeah Barbie girl that's what started <laughs> it all for me <laughs>
0: that's funny it's interesting to me that you wanted to become a performer because it made you feel connected with people
1: Mm. why is that
0: because i can't think of any reason that i wanted to be a performer
1: Mm. yeah
0: so it's making me like wait what's my reason and i'm like i don't think i have one it's definitely not to connect with people i wish it were yeah because i I wish i wanted to you know like I want to connect with people in my own way. Like, I want to help you or connect with you from a distance for a very short period of time and then go hide in my little home, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I It's like, I always ask myself, like, why I even keep performing because it gives me so much anxiety. It's fun kind of while it's happening, but I'm also freaking out the whole time. I think I feel really good after yeah but that's the only time and other than that i pretty much hate everything about it but (laughs) i can't stop doing it (laughs) like because i feel like i'm like not myself if i don't keep doing it
1: or the idea that you have of yourself is that maybe
0: i don't know maybe but like i can't stop writing music i mean i think that's my favorite thing is like writing songs you know
1: totally yeah that's like the the funnest part but i
0: want to share them with everybody I want everybody to listen to them and like them, and also leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but you're also left alone by people. It's not like people are... Well, never mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? I
1: going to say, it's not like people are stalking you. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah, definitely but
0: didn't have a stalker go to jail that, or anything.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. That does happen. I'm thinking of like paparazzi. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of, you know, on a... Yeah, no,
0: people aren't constantly bugging me or anything like that. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: yeah, you did have a stalker.
0: Yeah, that was scary. That's still scary.
1: But yet, yeah, you still want to perform even though you had a stalker.
0: Well, you're with me. I don't play solo anymore. My last solo show was in, like, what, October? Yeah. So.
1: You were entertaining the idea a bit, though.
0: Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it, but... um,
1: Of playing solo again.
0: Yeah, but I get nervous even just playing songs where I'm singing the lead when you and I are performing. I get horrible anxiety from that. I don't know. My my anxiety, though... The way that I feel about performing, I think, has changed a lot since I stopped drinking. I think when I was drinking, I didn't think about it. And I liked the attention and, you know, it was fun. And now I think I just freak out so much when I get any attention from anybody that I'm Mm. just like, oh, God, what do I do? You know? Yeah. So I think that's probably just something that has to do more with my sobriety than my actual feelings about performing. It's probably just. A matter of continuing to do it and get used to it without booze taking away all my anxiety in that moment and then giving me more anxiety later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Slapping that band aid off.
1: Yeah, it's weird to go from like, you know, someone who initially. I think I needed attention for sure, um, in school and wanted the acceptance of my peers and I just found some weird little way to do it on accident and the feeling from that, it just like never went away and being from a musical family, that was kind of already a very normalized part of my life. I mean, I used to go to gigs with my parents when I was really little and go hang out in some lady's trailer behind the bar you know <laughs> all night long and fall asleep in their floor until oh my parents were done you know
0: can't even imagine that
1: yeah I mean it wasn't all the time yeah but I mean that happened yeah I mean
0: I, mean, I, mean, I didn't even have anybody in my family who is musical like no relative of mm. mine was musical when I first started becoming like when I kind of started like seriously pursuing music my brother would have little like blips of like oh I'm gonna learn how to play bass or oh I want a guitar for Christmas there's like little things like that but um yeah definitely didn't grow up with parents who like knew anything about music really my dad got kicked out of band for being so bad at saxophone (laughs) my mom I guess I shouldn't say that my mom my mom was like first chair clarinet for a couple years but that was she doesn't you know she never like took that she probably further. doesn't
1: remember any of it right probably not a lot i mean yeah probably couldn't hand her a clarinet and be like play me something oh no there's
0: mm-hmm. a lot of people
1: that are like oh i used to play in high school and it's like right
0: yeah like, a why lot did of you just <laughs> a lot
1: of people you know play in high school yeah you know a lot of kids do i mean yeah. if you're lucky enough now i guess to have a program but
0: yeah like clarinet's such a random fucking instrument to be good at well
1: <laughs> oh, the clarinet's the shit I, I love the clarinet. I my don't. my grandpa, who passed away recently, was a like a first chair clarinet down in a big Dixieland band in Florida, mm. and he played with all these like supposedly greats yeah. that were all retired in Florida, and they would just get together and have little concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was really good at saxophone and clarinet, which are pretty much. The same fingerings. Oh really? Yeah. They're, they're I mean, as far as I know, they're pretty close. There's a few yeah. different things, I'm sure.
0: It'd be fun to learn a wind instrument. I had a friend like teach me a couple things on flute once, but I was horrible at it. <laughs> I was just like, Oh god, this is so weird. But I like the idea of you just have to know where to put your fingers. Yeah. You know.
1: So so I don't know, I like the idea of starting off being someone who wants to have attention and to like, I'm a performer. This is who I am Mm -hmm. to where after the pandemic, you know, I'm kind of like, that's who I was.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm someone now that doesn't need approval from people anymore Mm -hmm. through my own, uh, my self worth that I've learned to acquire and, now I'm out there just kind of sharpening the blade Mm -hmm. I feel like every gig is more of like a I'm not trying to get anybody to really like me I'm just trying to get good at this one thing like over the course of time without even practicing a ton other than just going and playing and putting myself in a live situation and having the chance to fuck up live like I feel like that's a a big part of it for me, yeah, and being able to get through it and kind of look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you feel? But you were always someone that that never really liked performing.
0: No, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like
1: I mean, take away the alcohol. It's kind of hard. Is it hard to think about it without alcohol? It Cause was it's so new. just
0: all about alcohol.
1: It was just all about, yeah.
0: I mean, every day for me was just like, okay, when and where am I getting fucked up? You know, in every gig, I would make sure I had to, this is something. But you didn't
1: perform at a young age, right? I started
0: playing out, well, I mean, I was like, I would do like plays and choir and shit like that when I was younger. Yeah. And I don't remember having a lot of anxiety back then. I think back then I was just so rooted in who I was and like didn't have any reason to believe that I wasn't good enough yet and so I just went for it full force and had no Your
1: self-awareness hadn't fully yeah maybe come into play yeah it was just like
0: oh I like doing this and this is who I am and so I'm gonna get up on this stage and fucking rock it you know like I I had no What if you about what it. if
1: you told yourself that same exact sentence today?
0: Oh, I would feel so cringy inside. Like I Why? I don't know. I think I'm I think I just really honestly think I'm shit at music now.
1: Or are you too cool to have <laughs> that thought?
0: No, I don't think it's that cuz I want to I don't think it's cool to not believe in yourself. I really don't. Like I'm embarrassed about the fact that I don't believe in myself even a small percentage right now
1: i feel like i grew up in an era where it wasn't cool to think that like to to be like hey i'm i'm good at this and i'm gonna yeah. it was like a yeah whatever like, yeah i just do it and that's it like i don't know i do not i never i never walked around feeling proud even in a good like a positive way about what i it did. And even if I did, I'd be like, oh, you can't think like that, man. That's not cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But but, yeah. I mean, it it definitely became all about the party at some point, though, mm-hmm. when playing in bands. Yeah. When playing in a band and it's like you only play like maybe once or twice a month out. Mm-hmm. Then it's like a huge deal and it's like we're going to fucking yeah and in a
0: band you're all hyping each other up and stuff like i do miss that you know and i i feel like i get that a lot of that out of playing with you you know it makes it more fun because then there's another person to like share the energy with instead of just being in a room full of people and standing up in front of all of them being like i'm about to make a lot of loud noise Please enjoy, <laughs> you know? and also don't
1: talk and don't be on your phone and give me attention.
0: <laughs> clap for me, but, and, but not for too long. <laughs> and
1: clap for me, but only because it's really good. Yeah. Not because it's a sympathy clap. And if you're, and if it's not I gonna be that, the difference. <laughs> if it's not gonna be that, don't clap at all.
0: Yeah, but if you don't clap at all, I'm gonna be really butthurt. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, at what point. I started drinking because like the summer that I graduated I quit my job the day after my open house and I like took the summer off to play music because I had a bunch of gigs lined up and I was lining up even more and I was living with my parents so I was able to support myself to some degree um I was able to pay all my bills and play music which was great and then after that I think I moved downstate and, like, said I was quitting music or something. And I quit for, like, a year or two. Didn't do anything. Don't know why. Don't remember. (laughs) And then it must have been when I came back and started playing again that maybe I was drinking when I played. But I got to the point where, like, I would have to... I would slam a drink while I was setting up because it only took me, like, 15 minutes to set up. And I had to make sure that I had that drink in me before I started playing or I would be too nervous. But as long as I had that drink in me, which was like, you know, vodka on the rocks, <laughs> I would be good to go. Right. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't really have anxiety. It was fine. Take that away. And I mean, you saw me, I mean, on our, on the way to our gig, we had a show last night at um, Provisions Wine Lounge in Boyne City. And at one point, like on the drive there, I looked over at Eric and I was like, I'm Just got so much anxiety out of nowhere. Like I felt like I was gonna throw up, just out of the blue. We were just driving down the road, listening to music, and I think you could probably tell I was like kind of tense the whole drive. But then out of nowhere, I just like almost gagged (laughs) because I was so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, to just (laughs) to be fine all day, then you're just sitting in your car and you're like, (laughs) because you're nervous. To do a thing you've been doing for 10 plus years regularly right. <laughs> and and 20 years if you count not regularly. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude?
1: And so why was that? I don't know. Okay.
0: I still don't know.
1: So you got super nervous before the gig on the way there. Then what happened?
0: <laughs> and then we got there and I was fine. Well, okay. you gave me a pep talk. That well, helped. Yeah. You're good at, like, bringing me, like, back down to earth and, like, helping me to think rationally when I'm freaking out. It's mm. one of the things I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, so I was kind of, okay. I was yeah, progressively felt better. And then by the time we set up, I was, like, not even thinking about it anymore. And I was fine.
1: Yeah, the, the gig was just so hard. It was so hard to hear everything it seemed seemed like we were not loud enough to Mm -hmm. hear ourselves or for me to hear myself but then if we tried to turn it up we would feed back the bass drum was just super Mm -hmm. i had to have my foot on the pedal granted i don't know what the fuck i'm doing when i set anything up i mean i do but i i also yeah
0: i don't i mean your drum is a suitcase i mean
1: yeah but i mean it, it it was back up against the wall it was just i think how everything was that room the way we have to set up in that room mm-hmm. the fact that the room is super long and just kind of big sounding anyway
0: yeah for those of you who haven't been there the room is like an incredibly long skinny rectangle It's i mean it's a cool place not ideal for sound for sure but we set up in the middle of it, so we're facing, like, the like the wall in front of us is probably only, like, what, eight feet away yeah, eight, from ten where feet. we're playing, and then the room goes whew, whew, down on either side of us forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you were... But we're
1: facing a wall 10 feet in front of us while people walk by us. It's
0: shaped like a capital I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean. The
0: place is a giant hallway. <laughs> it's really cool. I'm not knocking provisions at all. Like, provisions is great. But it is shaped like an I. <laughs> like the letter I.
1: <laughs> or a lowercase L.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> also that.
1: That was a weird... I'm like an I. I why? just
0: feel like if you got too high and you went in there, it would feel like it would take you 12 years to walk through it like you would just be halfway there and you're like oh my god where am I <laughs> I'm still going so yeah it's hard to get it to sound totally right in there
1: yeah I, yeah it was just kind of weird yeah. to hear everything and I'm always just thinking about yeah how it sounds and all of like the little technical things to where I'm thinking about all of that while I'm trying to play Mm-hmm. And it becomes mostly about that or like, God, how do I get rid of this weird noise? Or man, this little bass isn't playing how I want it to. Oh, Oh, God. And just like little things like that. I'm like, and I can think about all of those things and other things while I'm playing a song. Yeah. And it's like I'm not even doing the song. It's weird.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a thing like kind of just sitting <laughs> like in
1: the on top of my my head sitting in the back of my head just like hmm
0: yeah it's like an automatic
1: uh, well blah blah, you know uh, today was kind of weird when yeah. i'm sitting and playing and singing and trying to make it and it's just like it's just happening sometimes
0: yeah i think like when music you know musicians are always like playing music is like breathing for me like
1: that it is. literally
0: is like breathing when you're doing it like when you're performing you just kind of your brain is elsewhere yeah generally i mean yeah i'm never thinking about what i'm doing while i'm playing
1: yeah i don't
0: i wonder if it's a trauma response (laughs) like i hate performing so i'm just gonna go brain zone i'm
1: literally just thinking of all the things that i need to try to fix yeah. Like while things are sounding weird or like, how do like, fuck, I, I I wish I could like step away from myself while playing and listen to the mix and be like, oh no, it actually sounds really good from yeah. out here. But it's like, I don't little fucking. out of
0: body experience. I have no <laughs>
1: idea. But, I mean, I feel like the show went fine. Yeah. I mean, we didn't suck horribly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think we really even sucked a little bit. I can't remember any <laughs> I'm like,
1: I, I can't even tell I don't tell remember anymore. any don't like know. fuck
0: ups really I think I hit like one or two bad notes on the piano That weren't that noticeable
1: Yeah I didn't notice anything
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah it was good It was a good, good night Um. Let's see who uh, Oh Andrew Complimented us on our name The Shouting Bones Who's that? Andrew you just made cupcakes for his birthday. Oh, that
0: one. Yeah, no, we know several Andrews. <laughs> I know, I know like...
1: we know several Andrews. <laughs> I just wanted to make you feel like shit for a second. <laughs> wow. You know, the one you made birthday cupcakes for
0: <laughs> three fucking days oh my ago, God. I thought jerk. he didn't like the name, so I w- wasn't even thinking that it would be no, him. Or did he like yellow butter?
1: That was Dave. Oh,
0: fucking
1: Dave. That was Dave who liked, who <laughs> liked yellow butter. He didn't yeah. like the shouting bones. Andrew complimented this, though, on her name. Yeah. He's like the Shouting Bones, that's a cool name. And I'm like, okay, you're like the second person who said that. Yeah. And he was like,
0: really? I thought we'd have way better response for the name, and I personally don't care. I'm just surprised. I don't care either. I love the name.
1: I mean uh, names are names to me at this point. I don't, yeah. I don't I don't I don't even know.
0: It just has so many cool merch possibilities. And logo possibilities. Yeah,
1: which we, which we do not have yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I never messaged Trent back. I need to get on that.
1: Yeah, we need to get a. I I was like, logo. yeah, I'll get
0: you an inspo pic or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then just literally didn't.
1: Hey, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Hey, people listening to the podcast don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you
1: didn't do it, and I wish you would have. I too. Wish I woulda.
0: Hey, you can also Instagram message him. No.
1: I, I I need to find the. I, I need to look at his art. I haven't even really oh, looked yeah. at his stuff.
0: Look at my Kurt Cobain tattoo. Look at my knuckle <laughs> tattoo. Look, look at
1: my puddle of mud tattoo.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I've had she fucking hates me stuck in my head all day. <laughs> Today? Yeah, I think it's just because. So, okay, <laughs> my um uncle, my mom's brother was once married to the woman that She Fucking Hates Me was written about. And she, something.
1: Your uncle, say it again.
0: My uncle, my Uncle Gary was married to the woman from She Fucking Hates Me.
1: The the woman that the song She Fucking Hates Me was written about your Uncle Gary was married to that woman.
0: Yes, briefly. And so I didn't
1: know that you were famous. Just, You're like a famous person yeah,
0: I'm to me now. Pretty big deal. <laughs> no, but um, I was thinking about him the other day. <laughs> like I don't know. All right. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about him the other day, so I went and stalked his Facebook so I could show you pictures of her.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you did show me.
0: So fucking me. <laughs> She's like a plastic Barbie, but um, I was like, look at. <laughs> this the she fucking hates me, girl. And I've had the song stuck in my head on and off since then.
1: I mean, it is a good song.
0: I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I fucking played <laughs> that song uh I went to audition for this band in E course. On E road downstate. At this like little truck stop mm-hmm. And this band was the house band At this like country bar And they played five nights a week And my brother-in-law Was friends with the bass player Who was also the singer of this House band and, the, and he wanted to Stop playing bass he wanted to just be The singer mm-hmm. and so he was looking for A bass player my brother-in-law was like Hey you're a really good bass player You should go meet my friend I'll set it up Go there and see what happens and he's like you know you'll if you get chosen you'll be working five nights a week making a hundred bucks every night nice and I was like dude I, I can make 500 bucks a week playing bass like at some country bar yeah the all-around it was called the all-around bar <laughs> it was called the all-around and oh man okay so I go I play I go there I show up with my bass the guy like no one's cool to me at all right no yeah. one's like hey man like nice to meet you it was just like oh hey yeah all right go, go have a seat and uh we'll call you up later and mm. I was just like okay and I like went and sat I'm like 21 right I don't yeah. know anybody and um I sit there for like an hour like in they go on a set break and he's like all right like We'll get you up, we'll get you up in a minute. I think you just wanted to see if I would, like, wait around.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially because you were so young.
1: Yeah. So I wait around, and he was like, you can just play my bass. And I'm like, okay, cool. He had, like, this awesome, uh, like, a Ernie Ball, like, Music Man, nice bass. A lot nicer than the one that I had. And mm-hmm. I was just like, sweet. And I got up, and he was like, in the first song, is like, she fucking hates me. And I'm like, oh, what are the chords? And he's like, it's, you know, this, this, and this. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, that was the first fucking song we played with, She Fucking Hates Me. Well, I didn't get the job. And he he did put me on the spot. He was like, we're going to play Mustang Sally. (laughs) And I was like, okay, like, whatever. Like,
0: of course you are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's what they did. They were a cover band. And, like, out of nowhere, he's like, all right, bass solo and he looked at me like in the middle of the song and I was just like oh my god fuck it and I just just tried to play the the craziest shit I could and they were like all blown away he got I got done he was like man like that was great like we'll definitely keep you in mind and I'm like sweet (laughs)
0: like that was great we don't want you to be in our band I (laughs) didn't get the
1: job and then years later I was playing with Hips and Rico at the Tawas Music Festival Mm -hmm. and uh, we opened up for a guy named Harper Harper in the Midwest kind he's uh, an Australian dude who plays harmonica and didgeridoo he's actually like (laughs) really well known in the blues world and his bass player is just fucking shredding Like, like just playing like crazy solos and and we're talking afterwards, and he was like, yeah, like, I, I got my chops playing at this uh, this country bar on E-Course Road. And I was like, on E-Course oh Road? God. I was like, the all-around? He's like, yeah, the all-around.
0: <laughs>
1: I was like, when did you start playing? And the timelines matched up. He was the guy that got hired. Oh,
0: my God. And he was
1: like, dude, I was the house bass player there for, like, five years. Wow uh Chris or maybe not five years but uh oh man Chris Smith I think is his name huh. I'm friends with him online though uh I'm like uh in, I'm friends with him online that was such an old man thing to say but yeah it was just like it was crazy small world though yeah. but that was the song that we played
0: so funny she
1: fucked that was like the song of the of like the time really yeah man Oh, memories. We were listening to that at work the other day. We were listening to that because I decided to switch it up and I put on, like, shreds, you know, like... Yeah. Put on the Kings of Leon shreds. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to YouTube, type yeah. in shreds, like, type in your favorite band or a band and type in the word shreds after it. Like, there's a great Kings of Leon shreds where... Somebody takes like a, a video of a concert and like fucking alters the audio, yeah. makes them sound like they're out of key, gives them different voices, but they're done really well, like a bad lip reading. Yeah. Like they're done super well. So funny, dude. And we, but then I, I was like, there's nothing worse than the singer from Puddle of Mud actually singing about a girl by Nirvana. Oh no. You've seen that, right?
0: I don't think so. Wait, maybe I have. It's ringing some bells for me. I need it. And he's just yeah. like it's horrible. It's yeah, yeah, so I have bad. Seen
1: that. And if you haven't seen this, look up.
0: No, punk. save yourself. No, don't no, no do, it. no,
1: do it, do it. No, it's so it. fucking don't worth don't it. Oh he God, I love you
0: like I love you.
1: I l- but I love hearing bad music.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I make so much of it.
0: Oh my god, shut
1: uh, up. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I <zing-a. laughs> Burned myself there. Oh my god. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Too hot.
1: Um. But yeah, so that's uh, <laughs> the story of Holly's tattoo. That's why she got the tattoo.
0: Yeah, the puddle of mud guy and definitely not Kurt Cobain.
1: Yeah. So...
0: <laughs> I would rather people think it's the Puddle of Mud guy than Kid Rock, though. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Everybody always thinks it's fucking Kid Rock, and I'm just like, I'm going to
1: kill myself. <laughs> I would say Kid Rock is a step up from the singer of Puddle of Mud. Is he? I mean, I think so. Yeah, he has to be. Come on. Really? I'm not saying that it's a perfect. I, guess I don't
0: know anything about the Puddle of Mud guy. I'm
1: not saying that I it's a perfect a world. I'm just saying that in this world
0: kid rock is just so so polarizing <laughs> and i hate that <laughs> okay <laughs> on either side I hate that. (laughs) I
1: don't know. I mean, if we're comparing the Puddle of Mud Singer to Kid Rock.
0: Bottom line, I just wish that people would look at it and know that it's Kurt Cobain, especially considering that he's in the iconic Kurt Cobain sunglasses. And it has the Nirvana logo underneath it. (laughs)
1: It sure does. It definitely like it, looks like Kurt Cobain. I don't yeah. think it's that it, it doesn't look like Kurt Cobain. It's that people have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's not like
0: there, it's not anything that's wrong with the tattoo. The tattoo is an accurate, well done depiction of my favorite dead guy, and people just aren't getting it. <laughs> it's not a tattoo problem, it's a people problem. <laughs>
1: It's all people problems, though. Uh, all the problems we have are people I problems. I'm so. so
0: itchy from this fucking self-tanner. Ugh. I put a bunch of self-tanner on today because I'm going to go get a tanning membership on Monday, and I want them to think I've been tanning for a while, so they'll let me go longer.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing here on so Rep Top. Your Set, everybody. <laughs> we're talking about puddle of mud and self-tanner. tanning. Self-tanners <laughs> that make you itchy. Oh.
0: Uh, God, I'm just I feel like I'm crawling in my skin. Crawling. Here's <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so anyways uh, um, wall?
1: I guess we should wrap it up, eh?
0: Time for trivia.
1: Oh yeah, let's do some trivia. Okay. Pull up your phone here. Give it give me the phone and I'm gonna ask I'm you gonna some work. No Whoa.
0: God Good damn.
1: job. That was a shitty throw.
0: Yeah, well. <sighs> Hey, you know what? Actually.
1: God damn it. Okay. Okay.
0: We're doing Bible trivia, right?
1: No, we're not doing fucking (laughs) Bible trivia. We're going to page two of useful trivia. (sighs)
0: It's probably not useful at all.
1: Okay, are you? Is your volume up? God, mm-hmm. your phone is so greasy.
0: Yeah, I also covered my body in coconut oil.
1: God damn, this is so fucking greasy. I'm just trying
0: to be tan and moisturized, you know.
1: Okay, that's great. Hi, welcome to. What, what was the name of the show?
0: Oh, make Holly look dumb.
1: Oh God, we, <laughs> we got to change the name.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's descriptive <laughs> and make accurate. Holly,
1: look. <laughs> dumb that's Whee! right ladies and gentlemen i'm the host of the show make holly look dumb my name is eric dane <coughs> once she's done uh dying over there we're gonna ask her a question are you good to go there Yeah, holly? i think i'm
0: done dying now
1: okay <laughs> what band did Jimi hendrix tour with in 1967 was it a the monkeys b the grateful dead c the beatles or d the Rolling Stones.
0: The Grateful Dead?
1: Survey says Grateful Dead. Ah, goddamn. Ooh, sorry about that, Holly. So, uh, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, did he tour with the Monkees, the Beatles, or the Stones?
0: The way you just said stones makes me believe that you think it's the stones. I have
1: nothing to do with this. Please leave me out of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. God, I don't, I don't fucking know. Or the monkeys, the what, and the stones?
1: The monkeys, the beetles, and the rolling stones.
0: I guess rolling stones.
1: Survey says Rolling stones. Ooh, that's too wrong. Okay.
0: Monkeys. (laughs) What? Different era?
1: The monkeys. (laughs) Ha 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 Jimmy managed to get through to a total of only seven dates with the monkeys. Um Uh, Accumulating in his final show of July seventeenth, nineteen sixty-seven, which may or may not have ended with Hendrix saluting the crowd with his middle finger. Oof! That's what we say on the show. uh, A damn.
0: Oh my god! (laughs) All right. I have a frog in my throat. (coughs) God! All this smoking. That was a joke. I haven't smoked in two years.
1: What singer is known as the empress of the blues? Is it A, Etta James, B, Bessie Smith, C, Dinah Washington, or D, Ma Rainey?
0: I've literally only heard of Etta James.
1: Survey says Etta James.
0: What? Wrong. I was also going to follow that up with, if she's not the, what did you say, queen of blues?
1: Empress of Empress the blues. Of blues.
0: Then I fucking quit.
1: <laughs> Bessie Smith. The greatest of all blues singers is known as the Empress of The person
0: of- that no one's ever heard of.
1: Let me finish. The Empress <laughs> of Blues. A protege of an earlier blues singer named Ma Rainey, Bessie recorded during the 1920s. Her flair and dramatic style would set the stage for many artists to come, including other transitional favorites from the 1950s, such as Etta James, Dinah Washington, and Dinah Washington. Bessie Smith died at the young age of 43 in a tragic automobile accident. Jeez. Mm. Who was rocketed to superstardom in 1998 by the hit single, Baby One More Time?
0: Oh my god, Britney Spears.
1: Let me uh, read the answers Just first. Just
0: push Britney Spears. <laughs> is it A, Didn't Britney everybody Spears? Everybody knows this
1: one. Is? C, <coughs> Madonna, we're doing this backwards. D, Beyonce, or B, Christina Aguilera?
0: No, actually I think it was Beyonce.
1: Survey says Beyonce. Don't
0: you dare hate that. Eric!
1: Oh, swing and a miss. <laughs> Why I Would you order. like to phone a friend on this one? Yeah. Okay.
0: Call, Brr- my mom. Call my mom. Tell her to come pick me up. I'm sick. Brr-
1: of shit. <laughs> Survey says Britney. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. Baby One More Time was Britney Spears' first hit. The album sold over 13 million copies in the U.S. and rocketed Britney to superstardom.
0: Wow.
1: Which of Sheryl Crow's hit singles was adapted from a poem? called Fun by Win Cooper? Was it A, all I want to do B,
0: all I want to s- do is have some fun. It's going to be that one.
1: Let me finish with the answers. B, soak oh up the God. sun. C, leaving Las Vegas. Or D, if it makes you happy.
0: If it makes you I already gave my answer.
1: Survey says all I want to do is have some All I want to do is... you got one. I
0: actually got the last one too, but you hit the other button because you were like, "Oh, you want to say Beyonce? Okay, fine. I'll hit Beyonce."
1: Well, the name of the show Yay. is "Make Holly Look Stupid." So <laughs> oh all You're I, doing a great job. <laughs> all I want to do is adapted from the poem "Fun" by Win Cooper. Cheryl Crow had written the music for the song, but was unhappy with her original lyrics. Her producer brought her ten random books of poetry, and Crow adapted "Fun" to accompany the music. Cooper is listed as a co-writer and receives royalties from the song. Hmm. See, what I had heard about that song, actually. Is that a sucks? God, you're just really good at interrupting, aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> something I always do, too. I know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to be better at it. Um, so what I've always heard about that song is that so her band, they would meet up on Tuesdays and jam and rehearse. And it was like a collective of all these musicians from, I don't know where they're from. I think somewhere in L.A. Yeah, they say this is L.A. But um, and like the guitar player, like just kept doing that, playing that like disco riff. Yeah. And it was like a joke. And they were just like all playing this disco song. And from what I heard, it was like they just kept jamming on this disco riff and she just grabbed a book off of the shelf and just re- started reciting words from the book Yeah. and made it kind of like this rap kind of like all I want to do, but it, that wasn't the lyrics. It was like, she just grabbed a book and started reading it while they played this beat mm-hmm. over and over again. And then, that's why the lyrics of the song are just kind of spoken.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: know, because she liked the way that it flowed when she was just reading random shit from a book. Yeah. Which would make sense for her to like take that original idea and then take, you know, a Mm -hmm. poem from a book, you know. Yeah. The guitar player that made that riff actually killed himself on accident by auto asphyxiation. Ooh. Yeah, from jerking off and choking himself.
0: Like in that one uh movie with.
1: Um is it autoerotic as- asphyxiation or is it just auto asphyxiation? I don't know. But yeah, that's what I. We're going to just pretend like the internet doesn't exist and I'm not going to look that up. And that's all we have for tonight on. Hey, <laughs> on <that May>. Kali, <laughs> look. <laughs> Which you did a really good job tonight. and uh, I have,
0: really try so hard to look down. We
1: have no prizes. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul.
0: Oh my fucking
1: God. Um, I don't have the calendar in front of me. But let's see if I can just take off the headphones and keep the mic right on my face. Oh. And just try this little number. he's
0: walking. He be walking. And he's walking.
1: And I'm walking, peeps. Wow. This is... I hate to see
0: you go, but I'd love to watch you leave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hate to see you go, but also get out.
0: (laughs) I hate to watch you go, but damn, that ass, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That ass. That ass, that
0: ass.
1: (laughs) So it's February. Let's see. I'm going to be playing... We didn't even start with the dates. Usually we start with dates. Um, I'm going to be playing solo this Saturday, uh, the 26th, that Mammoth from 7 to 10.
0: Wow, you've been there a lot this month.
1: Yeah, this is the, like like the, the third time or something. Yep, <laughs> third time this month. Uh, moving into March, uh, the Shouting Bones are going to be playing at the Whiskey on Friday the 18th from 7 to 10. And then the Shouting Bones will be at the Provisions Wine Lounge the following Saturday, March 19th, from 6 to 8 in Boyne City. And then we have a Pistol Whips gig alert. Pew, 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 pew. Pistol Whips are going to be playing at the new Encore 201, or 201 Encore, maybe it's called. It's owned by Sparks Barbecue. It's right above Sparks Barbecue in downtown Traverse City. The Pistol Whips are going to be playing there from, I believe it's, uh, I believe it's like nine to midnight. And yeah, it's a later gig and that's on March 25th. Um, So yeah, the venue looks really sweet and uh, yeah, it's good to be back at Sparks Barbecue. Do you have anything you want to close with? Any grievances? Any, uh,
0: (laughs) Hello Prayers. In no. <laughs> Sorry. No.
1: All right. Thanks for playing. <laughs>
0: um. My brain is empty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Should I read down those weird little things I wrote today? Yeah. So doing a lot of meditation, uh, breathing, exercising, exercising, <laughs> 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 breathing exercises, Um reading a bunch on stoicism, reading a bunch on trauma. Uh, This isn't uh, like a holier-than-thou kind of thing I'm doing right here by reading this. I just wanted to share some things that I wrote um, after doing a ton of breathing exercises in the sauna for a really long period of time, and it meant something to me, and I thought it might be kind of cool to share it at the end here. Um, Okay, this is the thing I uh, wrote down that I didn't really have any recollection of writing until way later. <laughs> <laughs> the more I strive to live a simple, basic life, the more connected I feel to myself and the world around me. Mm-hmm. Another one I wrote is, know that it is okay to not know. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Teach your mind, body, and spirit to be connected to your higher power or the universe or your God or whatever it may be at all times. And then the last thing I wrote down was to do something strenuous is to be connected to the past. And what I mean by that is connected, uh, connected to our ancestors. Um, I feel like uh, if you feel disconnected, a good way to get reconnected is by doing something very very physical to the point of uh, not injuring yourself physically, but, you know, um, humbling yourself. Hmm. and I don't know I just wanted to share that because it was a really good day for me working out and breathing and everything and now we're doing a podcast and we did some <laughs> trivia dude so we're just chilling
0: made me look dumb
1: no we gotta uh, that's a really bad I kind of almost want to go through and edit and take that out because it's no, so fucking no don't take it mean. out we
0: can just change the narrative from now on I think it's funny though I'm stump Holly I know I'm smart as fuck okay I know <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's why that's I, why I don't feel weird about it like oh make Holly look dumb I'm like yeah whatever I know and that's why I i'm thought. asking you
1: questions about things that you
0: I have do, no idea don't know anything
1: about from like and, and half the time i don't even know anything about them i just honestly i i just love getting to talk like this into a microphone uh, no. and i love ding 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 and the, uh, i just love that mm-hmm. and uh so anyway that's that's the only reason why I do it. I know that you're not going to really know this, this stuff, and it doesn't even matter if you do, but right. I, I just love doing a little stupid yeah, segment of the show. If you could see, my hands are moving a lot, and I'm making quotes and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, you're very animated. Yeah, I'm like a fucking cartoon character. Anyway, my name is Eric Dane, whatever. And, and I'm Holly. And uh, this is Rep Your Set. And remember to, uh, I don't know, keep repping your set. Uh, f- friggin' share the pod, bro. <laughs> friggin' share the podcast. Apparently, if you rate it, uh, leave a little rating and a little review of it that will help us. And you know what? We're gonna start doing it right now. Um, we're gonna start by if you leave a comment, a review, um we're going to put your name into a raffle and we're going to raffle off a shirt. Oh well, hell yeah. Cuz we got Rep Your Set t-shirts. They are available um if anybody wants one you just got to DM uh the Rep Your Set page. What
0: kind of time frame are you going to put
1: on that? I have no idea. We're just going to start saying it and see if anybody actually does it. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. So,
1: any who uh, your dad is texting you and we gotta go so you guys uh, have a great night bye. bye
0: rep your set is a production of quo badass records all content is for entertainment purposes only follow rep your set on itunes and spotify and don't forget to like share subscribe and review for any questions us at Rep your Set with Eric Dane-Jacqua at gmail.com. You can also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to share on the podcast.